What's up, everybody? Welcome to Words of Wisdom Podcast, where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Brienne, and I serve as your podcast host to bring words, voice, language, and freedom to your world. It's Wednesday, so let's wise up and talk about communication and instruction and their many facets in our lives. What's up, everybody? I hope you are faring well, staying safe, strong, and healthy um, in the conditions that our world and nation is. I promised a week, two weeks ago now, that I would do a part two to the uh, podcast that the podcast topic that we were talking about. But as many of you know, a lot has transitioned in our world. I considered changing uh, the topic, but I want to keep my word. So either I'll do two podcasts or I'll just merge, you know, uh, that in our conversation. Because as many of you know, um, COVID-19, COVID-19 um, has swept a couple of different nations in the world. And um, if you are on American soil, we are doing everything in our power to quarantine the virus so that we can slow its progress on capturing lives. Last week before last, rather, we talked about identity. And I would think that now would be no greater time than ever to decide who you are and what you will believe. Because um, there's so much information, there's so much misinformation, there are so many voices. The Bible says that there will be many voices in the wind. And there are just so many voices. There are so many experts. Experts. There are so many spiritual guys. There's so many um, political leaders. There's so many articles. There's so many things that you can decide that will govern your life. But I really truly believe if you know who you are, even in a season like this, you'll be able to thrive the way that you want to. So please forgive me for being rude. Um, my name is Jennifer Brand. and I'm your co- your podcast host. Um, it's my hope and my, my uh, duty to bring you words, voice, language, and freedom to your world. Welcome to my podcast. If this is your first time and you like this podcast, give me a rating, a thumbs up, a review. Uh, let me know what you think. Send me a voice message or email. Connect with me on all of my social media. Um, And if you are returning, thank you so much for uh, being here. I appreciate you returning and share this with a friend. Um, Send it to somebody who you may think will not only enjoy this episode, but also this podcast in general. So anyway, um, yeah, guys, we have so much to talk about. And so uh, just recapping from last week, we talked or week before last, excuse me, we talked about identity. We talked about knowing who you are and not just what you do. What you do are your roles. What you do um, are different. Um, functions in society or in your family sector, um, whether that's your role on your job, your role in your family, your role to your family, um, in your teams, your organizations, or maybe a skill set you've acquired or an educational level that you have. These are all different demographic factors that describe you that help society to understand um, more about your capabilities, but really like who are you? If we take off all the titles, if we lay down all of the roles before you had the titles before you had the roles who were you who are you who do you want to be are the questions that this podcast was asking or the prior podcast is asking and this podcast is highlighting more of more of what 
um, you need to do to make sure that you know who you are. In the midst of a national quarantine, in the midst of so many informational leaders and deceptors, um, you need to know who you are. And the reason why you need to know who you are is because who you are uh, will lead you into how you will stand in trying times. Right now, there's a lot of uncertainty in a lot of different ways. A lot of us are experiencing different levels of newness, whether it be going to a grocery store and there be no toilet paper um, or no hand sanitizer or no no baby wipes or no cleaning wipes, no cleaning supplies at all, whether it be moving your college campus the rest of your semester to an online format where you had in-class classes, whether it be moving your job from um, an, uh, a show up at the worksite position to figuring out how you can work from home, whether it be considering quitting your job because you don't have any uh, resources or um, the capability to transfer your job duties and functions to an online format. So these are a lot of different questions that we're asking. We're trying to navigate this newness um, individually and collectively in there. So there's a lot of uncertainty, but guess what? If you know who you are, you know what you will and won't accept. You know what your absolute highs are, what your absolute no's are, you know what your non-negotiables are, meaning that you know for a fact this is not a negotiable, this is not a negotiable place or position that I'm willing to take. So it will make all of these decisions and all these different factors a lot easier to make sense of in the world that we are now living in. One thing that I do want to provide for you guys is hope, right? Like, there have been other viruses in the world. There have been other pandemics and other um, new diseases and viruses to emerge that we have to d develop immunities to and also develop solutions and um, develop um, develop fights against and this is just a new one that you know we weren't prepared for so i just want to provide you hope that just like those other things we lived through them we overcame them so keep in mind that you know you don't want to make permanent decisions in a temporary place now how long this temporary lasts you know the president has said different numbers said different times given different numbers of people that can gather there are a lot of different things that are to be considered when you're making decisions for your personal life but be assured sure that you should make them based on who you are because remember a couple podcasts ago when we talked about visions for this year we talked about things that we wanted to do and the places that we wanted to go and what we wanted this this year to look like you can't allow that to be shaken or moved because of some transitions that you did not expect, right? Like you cannot move away from the goals that you set, the vision that you had in place. The vision does not change. Now the methodology of getting to that vision and the the way that you want to go about strategizing it, maybe you have to pivot in the paint. Maybe you have to change your plan or your route or whatever part of the country you're listening in. Maybe it's route. We had a conversation about that in my class last night, but maybe you have to change your route or your route in order to get to the same vision or to execute those things those same plans and steps but knowing who you are will help you to know that it's not the vision that has to change maybe it's the way right so these are some other reasons that i'm just attaching to the podcast that we listened to a couple week, uh week before last so if you haven't got a chance to to listen to that podcast go back and listen to that podcast first because it will give this podcast uh, a lot more sense and credence as we move into the strategies of how to become and how to identify the person that you want to be a lot of people always ask me like well how did you get to where you are and really what they're essentially asking is how are you how you are because it's not 
it's not the places in life that I've achieved or it's not the things that I've done. Those are things that catch people's attempt, attention because it's atypical to other factors in my life. For instance, maybe you have a belief in your heart that young people shouldn't be authors. Maybe you have a belief in your life that young people shouldn't be getting their doctorate. Maybe you have a, a belief in your mind that, you know, Young people shouldn't be living at this place at this time in their life. Or maybe it's the converse that you were going to wait till you were going to get older to pursue your dreams or you're going to wait to another place in life to do that thing. But I never I never limited myself to any of those demographic factors. I never said that, oh, at a certain age, I have to do this. And by a certain age, I have to do this. And by a certain place in life, I have to do this. Some of the things that I had to that I had concrete to a certain time in my life or when I thought something would work out, I had to renew my mind. So perhaps, you know, what you're really asking me is what did I do to get to these goals or these dreams in life that other people just sit back and dream of? Well, I would say it has a lot to do with knowing who I am. And because I know who I am, I know a lot about myself, such as my limitations. I know my boundaries. I know um, when I need to push myself. I know when I need to slow down. And my loved ones get on me about this a lot because even though sometimes I know when I should slow down, I don't always do it. So still, those are things that when you know yourself well, um, when you self-monitor, you're able to push yourself when you need to and slow down when you need to and, and pick it up when you need to. You know you know well what you know and you also know well what you don't know. So instead of hiding from or running from your weak areas, you can actually spend a good amount of time um, getting resources and educated in what you know that you don't know that you need to know. So this is one of the things that I think people do um, in college, I think a lot of people go straight to college because they know what they don't know. And they think that college and getting education and expertise around a certain area will help them to know that. Um, but the issue is that they don't always know why they need to know that thing. For instance, um, I had a girl that was in my uh, communication cohort when I was getting my master's and I asked her, I was like, oh, okay, so what do you want to do with your master's? What I was essentially asking her was, why do you need to know this information? For what purpose? She was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I just always wanted to study, which nothing is wrong with that. But it'll mean a whole lot more if those efforts are directed to a certain purpose. And knowing who you are helps you to walk in and always be looking for eyes open to that purpose. The Bible says that the eyes of your understanding can be enlightened. And there's an enlightenment that comes when you know who you are, where you're going, and what you're doing. Um, I had a girls organization and I'm speaking in past tense because it's in transition itself, but part of the organization when it, when it came down to helping teen girls was specifically letting them know who they were to be, what they were to be, what they were to do and who they were to become like where they are right now, what they're doing right now, what they need to be doing so that they become, they can become who it is that they want to become. And a lot of people don't have those purpose steps in mind in moving in that direction. And so one of the things that I want this podcast to accomplish in identifying who you are is that you have kind of those stepwise process. And so I don't have um, a long time today to really hone in on all of the strategies. And maybe we can talk about that at another time or you can message me and I can give you some other ones that are a little bit more IEP, which is an individualized education process just for you. However, um, one of the things that I want you to take away from this when thinking about the word identity, the first 
letter of the word is I. And we're getting into our first strategy, so just roll with me on this, okay? The first letter of the word identity, knowing who you are. The first letter is the letter I. means I have to know who I am. So in order to do this, you need to make an I list, okay? And I'm not speaking slowly um, to belittle your intelligence. I'm speaking slowly so that you can catch the sound to make sure it doesn't, the letter rather, and the sound to make sure it doesn't sound like something else. But an I list, make an I list. So what's an I list? An I list is where you write down the word I and write down a blank, okay? And so you're going to, under that, you're going to write I am and I am not, all right? So when you write down I am, write down everything. Now listen carefully. You write down everything that everyone has ever said you are. I have heard, so so the beginning of my I list, for example, would sound like this. It would sound like, um, I am funny, I am intelligent, I am beautiful, I am smart, um, I am optimistic, I'm a go-getter, I'm driven. These are some of the things that people have told me that I am. That's all positive. Make sure that you are objective and write down all of the negative things that people have said about you. Remember, it's things that people have said about you in this first step, okay? So the next the next column under your I am, you have a positive and a negative side. And under the negative side, it will say I am. And you list the negative things people have told you about yourself. And so, for example, my personal I am list under the negative column would say um, I am rude. Um, I am not humorous. I am too uptight. I'm too focused on my work. Um, Whatever negative things you've heard about yourself, these things from whoever, from the stranger on the street down to your most intimate partner, to your parents, at any age level in life. And I don't care how silly it is. If you remember it, spend time with this list and write it down. Also, do not be alarmed if your I am under your I am list Um, Under the negative column, if your I am statements are longer than the statements under your positive column. The reason why I said don't be alarmed with that is because the negative statements typically stick longer with us. Somebody could give you a million compliments in one day about how beautiful your hair is or how nice you look. But that one person could give you a sideways eye with a, "Eh, I would do it differently or something subtle or more direct that was negative. And that compliment, that non-compliment rather would sting in your head a lot longer than all of those other positive compliments. As a matter of fact, it probably wash out the thousand other positive compliments because you'd only be focused on the negative, right? So don't be shocked if you recall a lot more negative compliments compliments or negative comments made toward you just because they stick with us. But these are important to understanding who you are and they also help to bring balance to you. Okay. So again, as many positives under the column, under the IMs, as many positives, as many negatives. Okay, as you can write them down, even if you have to do this over a course of of days, be listening to other people as they say who you are, who you're not. If you remember from the first podcast, um, I had you do an activity where you go to those that are close around you and just listen, ask them, like, who am I? Not what I do, but no, like, who am I really? And, you know, you may be able to get some positive and some negative feedback from those people that you trust as well. Under the other section of your paper, the remember I told you, take your I list. It should say I am and I am not. 
And so under your I am, you have a positive column and a negative column and you write I am all of the positive things and the positive columns on the positive column, excuse me, and I am on all the negative things under the negative column. Under your I am not, you're going to write what you are not. These are things that you believe about yourself, okay? Positive and negative, all right? So you should write under your positive column, I am not positive column. Write down things that that are positive that you would like to be, okay? Um, I am not disciplined. You know, I like to get up when I want to get up. I don't want to be set on a schedule um, or I am not organized. And that doesn't, that may not sound positive, but the outcome is positive. So almost, you almost have to think inversely, okay? Um, so in a, in a negative connotation. So you want the outcome of that thing. Because remember, you're writing, I am not to be positive. So if it makes it easier, write down, I am disciplined, or I am organized, or I am structured, or I am punctual, whatever the things that you're achieving or aspiring to be. Um, that you want to be, you want to see in your identity. And then under the I am not negative column, it's kind of like a double negative, but these are actually the things that you don't want to be. But you have to write down the things that you are currently because it's going to turn into um, a confession per se of the things that you don't want to be. So what you're going to do is after you filled in the um, the I am not under your positive column and the I am not under your negative column, what's going to happen is all of those things that other people said about you that you are, you have to decide under that positive and that negative column which of those things you agree with. Because under the positive column, if you agree with those things for those people who said, you know, I am driven, I am outgoing, I am ambitious, you're going to circle those because that's what you agree with. And you say, you know what, I am that. That is my identity, I am that. Even if I don't totally believe it to the degree that they were speaking it over me, I am coming to an agreement with that because I want to believe that about myself, okay? And in that negative column where people said negative things about you, if, if you know, if they said, they said, I am lazy, if they said, I am fat, well, I don't agree with that. So I'm going to mark that out because that's not a part of my identity. It's it's in me because I recognize that it was there that somebody said it to me and those words resonated with it within me. But I don't want that. I don't believe that. I don't agree that. So I'm marking that out. And what you're doing is you're essentially marking out the negative things that have rested in you. It's a physical, uh, almost a prophetic gesture of sorts of erasing from your spirit, from the inside of you, things that were placed on the inside of you that you don't want to agree with. Now, there's some things on that negative under the I am side that you actually want to leave because you want to work on that thing. For instance, if someone in a negative way said, you know, um, let me think. If they said, um, I am not nice. If they, if you say, um, I am not nice, you say, you know what? I'm not, I'm not the nicest person or let's say, and let's not use the word nice. Let's use the word friendly. I am not friendly. Okay. Well, I want to be more friendly. I want to be perceived as more friendly. And I know that I'm not the friendliest. I'm an introvert. I'm shy. I don't go anywhere. You know, you telling yourself, you know, I really only leave the house four days out of the week. And now that we're quarantined, like I'm prepared for this. Maybe I could be more friendly. That's something that I want to work on. You're going to circle that because after a while that I am not friendly or you are not friendly is going to change because you're going to make intentional efforts to work on this area okay so those negatives even those negatives we're going to turn those to our positives so 
We are what we are in our positive column. And then we're going to work on the things that are negative that we want to become positives under I under our I am. Okay. Under our I am not, we are coming into agreement with the things that we agree with. So I am not, let's say, let's go back to our um our uh, um, example over here. So I am not disciplined. Okay, you want to be disciplined. If you want to be disciplined, if you want to be more disciplined, come into agreement with that. Let's merge that with our other list. And let's say, okay, what are we going to do about not being disciplined? Okay, something that you are not. All right. So if you believe that you are not this, if you believe it's a lie, we're going to mark it out because you are. Let's say that someone told you that you are not organized. Maybe they saw you on a bad day or maybe they walked into your office with your desk in a very busy time and they got the perception that you're not organized. And they said to you, well, you're not organized, but that's actually not true of you. Let's mark that out. Okay. let's weigh. okay, let's weigh the opinions. Let's weigh the beliefs. Let's weigh the perspectives based on who we believe we are because this is the truth of the matter about your identity you are who you believe you are and that's the honest truth so nobody can tell you who you are or who you are not people can help you to discover who you are but you decide who you are based on what you believe so we are going to get a clear belief on who we are and we're going to build on that for the better the goal here is to eliminate anything that does not befit who we are or who we want to be the column over what you are not um those positive and negative columns are who you are striving to be become meaning that if you are trying to become um, disciplined organized punctual timely um, courteous kind um, mindful mannerable then these are the things that maybe somebody told you hey you are not this right now okay great we are going to make this positive we are going to be intentional and effortful behind becoming these things so you're not going to overwhelm yourself you're going to keep your list but you're going to you're going to number the very first thing on that list that's most important you for, to change and to start working on immediately. And you're going to rank the top three. And those are the three that are going to be your focus for the next month. Yes, for the next month. Well, why the next month? For a couple of reasons. We're in a transition as a nation right now. And so things are a lot different. So you can be more intentful and effortful on studying out those things and putting some of the uh, information that you need to about those particular areas inside of you so that you can produce different outcomes by your spirit man and by your character all right so that is the first reason why you would want that uh, that's the first reason why you would want to rank them the second reason you want to rank them is so that you can remember the ones that you've worked on because you need to keep working on this list throughout the year and continue shaping and molding your identity do not fool yourself into thinking that making this nice little cute list will say okay I know who I am now no you know who you are where you are right now but remember what I told you about the teen girls it's where you are what you need to do so that you know for sure who you're becoming a lot of people are becoming in this world but they don't know what they're becoming who they're becoming and they would not even like the outcome of where they're headed if they stop to pay attention 
So what this does is it gives you a guide to self. We have so many how-to guides, so many how-to YouTube videos, so many how-to step-by-steps that we can research and find really quick. Well, this is your personal one to work on those intangible things that are on the inside of you that help you to be better for you, for your family, for your loved ones, and ultimately for the world. And if, if any other time than now, we need some great people, some high character leaders who are strong, who are clear about who they are, about what they want, about what they stand for, what they believe in, and how they can help our worlds be better from a pure heart. So I think that if we allow this um, I list um, to guide us throughout the year, and yes, I'm saying the year, because again, if you're working on three at a time, depending on how li- how long your list goes, your list could change because perhaps in two months, somebody says something that you don't agree with and you don't like, record it on your list and be objective. Maybe somebody says something you don't like, but it's something that you need to hear. And so that's why you have to be objective. And that's why I like the columns because the columns allow you to see what other people have said about you. Um, and the reason why I had you write what other people have said about you is because a lot of times we have this presentational self of this person that we think we are or the intentions of our heart because we're aware of them that we have portrayed to other people or that we've thought that um, we can project through our words, our actions, and that they should just be understood. But people can't see our heart as clearly as we see our heart. And so it's hard for us to portray the person that we want to be if we're not clear and objective on what that is. So we can go ahead and take the perceptions and the outcomes of what we're already getting from other people that are around us to say, how does this measure up to who I believe I am? Because if not, I'm not communicating well who I actually am. and I can work toward that thing. Here's a prime example. My best friend, I really believe that I'm a great communicator. And so, um, I try to be very effortful and very intentful about communicating uh, all things. In some ways, I over-communicate intentionally so that it's clear that we have uh, understanding on all parts, right? So, um, one day, I had my best friend and I were talking about the way that he communicated with his mom. And so... I, I didn't really like it, to be honest. I, I didn't really agree with it. And so I said something. I was like, well, why is it that, you know, you and your mom talk to each other like that? To me, it seems a little bit, you know, brash, a little bit disrespectful. I, I, I don't, you know, like that. Um, but I was not clear in my communication that, okay, let me be clear here. Like, I really don't want you talking to me like that because I see those same communicative patterns, you know, um, being projected in that from that relationship to this relationship but I thought that I'd made myself clear but I didn't and so even in that you know that's something that we can work on that could go on our our on on my eye list because he communicated to me he said no you are not communicating like you think you are and I said okay well this is wonderful because all of the information and all of the things that I thought that I was communicating well in, I wasn't doing well in that relationship. So again, our, we have to be mindful and conscientious of who we think we are versus the outcome and the results that we're actually getting. Um, 
saying all that to say, once you look at this piece of paper, once you look at your eye list, you have to decide who you are. And a part of deciding who you are is also deciding who you are not. There are some absolutes in my life that I will absolutely not do. There are some absolutes in my life that will, that I just will, I won't, that will not, I will never. And, you know, people should say, you know, we should never decide what you're never going to do. Okay, well, um, I am, I need to be sure about who I am. I need to be certain about who I am, um, what my boundaries and clear on who I am before life hits me, not when life hits me. When life hits you, we're all going to see who you really are and what you really believe, the faith, non-faith, belief, non-belief, thoughts, motives, whatever. It's really on the inside of you. The light is going to shine and we're going to see um, the root of what's on the inside of you. But at the same time, you don't have to wait until life hits you because guess what? Life is coming. The, a lot of people who are underprepared for the coronavirus and, you know, there were loan supplies that are underinformed. Life hit and they weren't prepared. They didn't know who they were. They didn't know how to respond in a crisis. They listened to the first information. They, they panicked. They panic bought. And now people are low on supplies who don't have access to them. Um, schools, uh, organizations, uh, job locations were underprepared. And so they don't have systems in place because they did not who, they did not know who they were or who they were going to be in and during a time like this before the time came. And so all you have is fear, panic, doubt, anxiety worry stress uncertainty but if you knew who you were before this ever came then you would be you would know who you are doing it you would know who you are after it you would know you know where your asset column as far as your finances as far as your relationships as far as your travel and any other decisions that have to be made during the crisis and after the crisis as a matter of fact people who are prepared for crisis don't see crisis as crisis they say okay this is a, as an issue I, these are my preparations for it this is what I've stored up for for it and we're going to weather this storm and after this storm we're going to continue on with our life they're not freaking out they're not panicking they're not afraid and i'm not saying that if you are freaking out panicking or afraid that you're underprepared for what we're experiencing nationally right now but what i am saying is that even if you feel those feelings of anxiety worry fear stress doubt um even if you feel those things in knowing who you are, they, they will not control you. They will not control your actions and they will not turn your world upside down. Because remember people like we will and shall overcome this. We are greater than we walk higher than we are more powerful than the coronavirus. We've seen swine flu. We've seen Ebola. We've seen all these other different viruses, diseases, pandemics, epidemics, all the way back to the black plague that, we have overcome. So don't be worried. Don't be fearful. And use this time. You have some time alone. You have some time to yourself in quarantine. Maybe you have children in the home or your husband's off work, your wife's off work, but you have more time away from your normal mundane uh, run-of-the-mill type day of busyness of life to really reflect on who you are. And even if you feel like you know who you are, I did this assignment myself and I really realized that, okay, I'm not all where I thought that I was, but the good news is that I am greater and further along than what I thought I 
wanted to be or that I would be. So that's a blessing in and of itself because I, I feel like, and I, or I know rather well who I am, but doing the assignment exposed to me some areas that I can do some work in. And we all can forever continually do the growth and development to becoming who we're supposed to be, who we're called to be, who we were purposed to be before the beginning of this world, before the, before the coronavirus and before any other um, thing ever entered or came into our lives. So just be mindful that if you do this assignment, um, it will and can change your life. My prayer for you is that through the pages, your identity will be exposed to you clearly and fully that you will know not only who you are, but maybe you'll find in, in the, in the letters and the words and the statements, um, some purpose, um, that you were called to do personally. I was able to reconnect with some gifts that I didn't recognize that I had that people had identified for me, but I didn't realize how powerful and how um, strong I was in those particular areas and so my hope for you is that as you continue to uh, walk out and live out your life especially during this time of quarantine um, that you can really make some adjust adjustments that will benefit you um, and your personhood and hopefully and, and initially and additionally it will uh, impact and positively affect your life so if you enjoyed this podcast um, please share it with a friend uh, share it with a loved one Again, my name is Jennifer Ann. I am your podcast host, and I'm so glad that you tuned in with me. Leave me a like, review, or rating. Let me know what you like or think, and I will talk to you guys soon. Until next, guys. Until next time, guys. Peace, love, and hair grease.